0: As we mentioned last week, transparency has the potential to be transformative, so we've devoted two Shift Shapers interviews to the subject. If you missed part one, it's available on our website, www.shiftshapersonline.com. Now, welcome to part two of Shift Shapers Exploration of Transparency. Why does one physician believe that healthcare pricing in the United States is a scam? What has he done to change that? And what does it mean for your clients? We'll find out on this episode of Shift Shapers. Change either paralyzes or energizes. The choice is yours. You're listening to the Shift Shapers podcast. You're about to learn firsthand from businesses and entrepreneurs who have successfully shaped the shifts in their industries. Get ready to become the change that you want to see. Here's your host and Chief Transformation Strategist, David Saltzman. This episode is brought to you by MyEdge, the premier provider of Form 5500 prospecting solutions. Employee benefits, property and casualty, and financial professionals all rely on this affordable, easy-to-use, real-time search engine to find their target prospects in both large and small group markets. Visit www.myedge.biz for more information Or click on the sponsor link at shiftshapersonline.com. Continuing our two-part series on transparency, you know, we had a great conversation last episode with Ralph Weber, and we talked about some of the theory around transparency and some of the conversations that are starting to be had and some of the motifs. We thought it'd be interesting to talk to somebody who is really where the rubber meets the road and who's taking that transparency and putting it into effect and who's been doing it for a while. And so we're really, really excited to have Dr. Keith Smith with us. Keith is, is medical director and managing partner of the Surgery Center of Oklahoma, and they've been doing some really neat stuff. So with that preamble, Keith, welcome to the Shift Shapers podcast.
1: David, thanks for having me.
0: Um, our pleasure. Tell us a little bit about your journey. How did you come to be doing what you're doing today?
1: Well, I'm, I'm an anesthesiologist in private practice since 1990 and worked in the big hospitals for, for about seven years when I just decided, along with my buddy Steve Lantier, that we just had enough. The quality was sinking in the hospitals where we were working. The prices were going up, and it just wasn't what we signed up for. So we thought we could complain about that for the rest of our careers or we could do something about it. And so we'd had our eyes on a a small surgery center that it turns out was terribly mismanaged. And we were able to uh, actually purchase that facility and take it over. And we decided from the very beginning, we would be different. We would uh, be real honest in our pricing. And we would also never deal uh, in any way with the government. So we, to this day, have never taken a dime of money from the federal government and We've uh, operated our facility in a transparently-priced, free-market way really since inception. We were very successful from the beginning. We learned early on that, that we could provide high-quality care for a fraction of what the patients were being charged at the big-box hospitals, um, and even better quality care than they could provide for, for really a fraction. From the very beginning, patients would call us. Knowing that we were kind of a new operation, and and they would ask that question, you know, how much would it be for me to have a breast biopsy? I think I have a breast mass and I have a family history of breast cancer. How much would that be? You know someone that maybe didn't have insurance at all. And I wasn't trained in the hospital administrator ways to just naturally rip people off. So I would do something terribly radical and just put the patient on hold while I would call the surgeon and ask him what he thought was fair for his fee. And as an anesthesiologist, I basically billed for my time. I I knew how long that was going to take. And because Dr. Lonte and I ran the surgery center, we knew what the supply costs were. And so we padded that with a small marginal profit. And that's not even algebra. That's just simple math. And then you know, I'd take the lady off of hold and quote her $1,900. And they would gasp. And I thought, well, you know, that, that's a really good price. And they'd say, yeah, well, my next best price was 12000 So we had experiences like this from the very beginning, one after another. And then I would get a call, you know, two or three weeks later, and someone would ask, well, how much would it be for a breast biopsy? And my staff would call me and say, how much do you want to quote them? And say, well, I said, well, I've already quoted that. You know, you all need to keep track of these and keep a list. And so over the years, we developed a very long list of procedures and, and associated prices that were all inclusive and bundled. And whenever somebody had a fracture, we would call the rep that had the hardware that we needed and ask him how much that was and pass that on to the patient without marking it up a dime. And th- that's just the way we've worked since 1997. And as you can imagine, this was very threatening to the big hospitals and the insurance carriers hated us in spite of our high quality and low pricing. So there was a very hard effort to really restrict the access that insured patients had to our facility by stacking deductibles and having very disparate copays and penalties for coming to see us versus, you know, whoever the carriers wanted to steer the patients to and our business began to suffer. Interesting. And so six years ago, I thought, I need to find out what the self-funded crowd is paying for hernia repairs and, and gallbladder surgeries and cruciate ligament reconstructions. I need to find out what they're paying so that I can have an opportunity to show them that I'll beat it. And then I thought, no, I need to tell them what I'll do it for. I should be the source of the pricing. And then I thought, well, no, I'm just going to tell everyone. So six years ago this month, actually, uh, we launched a website with this all-inclusive bundled pricing with the idea that we would be more visible to the people who actually had the sticker shock and paid their bills. Also with the idea that, you know, as a free market facility and group of physicians, we would maybe begin some healthy competition and even start a price war. And frankly, at the time, even though we are self-funded here at the surgery center for our own employees, I didn't begin to understand the scam, the games that were going on that led the carriers to make sure the patients avoided us. And so in the end, all of these things have been accomplished. We've started a deflationary price war, we're a very well-known commodity in the self-funded community and we've saved some businesses a million dollars in just one year for instance that someone that might just have 1500 lives and we also now are getting out to the general public you know why this scam and how it works and why the scam works the way it does
0: well it's interesting that, i mean you just lay it right on the line too and you call it a scam of healthcare pricing but it's not just in your community. It's across the United States. Talk about that a little bit. I mean, what exactly is that writ large?
1: Well, the way that the scam works is if you'll think and start with the idea that a gigantic hospital bill, let's say someone is charged $100,000, or let's make it even easier. Let's say someone is charged for an aspirin. And you and I both know we could buy a bottle of aspirin for a tiny fraction of that. But The hospitals charge $100 for an aspirin knowing they're going to be paid $5. And then they claim that they lost $95, that they have $95 of red ink. It it doesn't matter that they probably paid a dollar for a whole bottle of aspirin. So they'll claim they lost $95, and this helps them maintain the fiction of their not for profit status. Furthermore, all of these losses go into a bucket that's called uncompensated care. But just like most shams and scams, it's misnamed because to the average person, uncompensated care means care for which (laughs) some facility was not compensated. But it's really a revenue item because to the extent that these hospitals claim these losses, they receive a kickback from the federal government, called disproportionate share hospital payments, or DISH payments. So, the hospitals are inclined to exaggerate these losses, because that maximizes their take on this uncompensated care scam. I call it the reverse Enron, where Enron made more money by overstating their revenue. The hospitals actually do better by overstating their losses. That explains why every hospital in the country claims they're going broke from the uninsured in their emergency room, but there's a crane in front of every one of them building on. So they desperately need this red ink to make them more money and also to help maintain the fiction of their not-for-profit status. On the other side, the insurance carriers, they actually want these giant bills. They want a $100 charge for an aspirin. This is counterintuitive. You would think an insurance company collects premiums and they pay claims to the extent that there is a difference there that represents their profit. Well, it's not not that simple. In the self-funded community, there's this activity called repricing. And many of these carriers, they actually charge for this. So the hospital generates a $100 bill for an aspirin The carrier pays five, and then the carrier will claim to, for instance, uh, say to the TPA or to the employer that, you know, we've saved you $95. Now give us our 28% of that savings that's achieved. And so this claims repricing, if you think through it, you realize the carrier really would rather that aspirin be $200. So they also want these gigantic bills to maximize their repricing opportunity. What the really bad part is, and that most people don't know, is that this arrangement has been pre-negotiated. So the carrier will go to the hospital and say, well, we need a 45% discount this year. And the hospital will say, that's fine. You can have a 45% discount. And then everybody goes their separate ways, and the hospital simply adjusts their charge master to make sure that they still receive the revenue they want. And the carrier knows that's exactly what they're going to do when they walk out. But they also know that with these higher charges, they maximize their repricing opportunity. And the big brokerage houses charge, they're paid by commission on these premiums. So as the premiums continue to escalate, the commissions on these insurance services and products actually go up. So this is the scam of the healthcare pricing in the United States. And what we did not realize at the Surgery Center of Oklahoma, when we put these prices online, how clearly that was going to be revealed, how clearly the scam can be seen, because the carriers in this area, they hate us. They don't want to deal with us. They don't want nothing to do with high quality and low pricing. That's left a lot of people scratching their heads, wondering, you know, what what is the answer to this conundrum? This doesn't make any sense. And so, Many questions have been asked, and and more and more people are on to exactly what's going on.
0: Now, a word from our sponsor, MyEdge, the premier provider of Form 5500 Prospecting Solutions. The MyEdge small group prospecting solution makes it fast and easy to find the qualified leads you need to grow your business. Who uses the MyEdge small group prospecting solution? Employee benefits brokers who need to find accurate eligible employee numbers and employer contact information. Property and casualty agents who need to know which employers are out of compliance with their fidelity bond and if they need to increase their bond coverage. Financial professionals who need to identify plan types, asset size, high commissions, and fees. MyEdge enables you to search for employers with 120 benefit-eligible employees or fewer by geographic region, employer contribution, employee participation, industry segment, and more. Register for a free live webinar at www.myedge.biz to see how easy it is to find qualified small group leads. Or click the Sponsor button on the shiftshapersonline.com website. We talked a little bit about carriers and some other constituencies. Has your posting prices had a disruptive effect on your peer companies and on the hospitals other than the fact that they don't really love you guys that much?
1: Well, interestingly more and more patients and self-funded businesses are using our pricing to leverage better deals, not just right here in Oklahoma City, but all over the country. So if, uh, for instance, we had a patient in uh, Georgia who was quoted $40,000 for a prostate procedure that we have listed on our website for $3,600. And he informed everyone there that he was just going to come to Oklahoma City to have his surgery and the hospital surrendered. And they they did the procedure for 4000 and that patient called me and said you you saved me $36,000 and you didn't even perform the procedure so yes there is a very disruptive very deflationary effect that this transparent pricing and competition is having and not just here in Oklahoma City uh, in Oklahoma but really all over the country as people are increasingly willing to get on an airplane or travel to avoid these bankrupting charges Here in Oklahoma City, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a love-hate. There are surgeons, for instance, that are having patients walk out of their office and say, well, you know, you don't work at the Surgery Center of Oklahoma, and that's where I'm going to go because of my savings. So that's bittersweet for the surgeon. You know, he wants the best for the patient. He doesn't want to lose that patient. But increasingly, the surgeons and the other physicians and even the hospitals are seeing the wisdom of what we're doing, and they're beginning to embrace this idea there's one hospital here in town that's actually put prices online. After they engaged in a very intense campaign to convince everyone that was not possible, they now have prices online. And there are a lot of asterisks, you know, by their prices. So, you know, ultimately they're, they have a lot of wiggle room and they're meaningless. Not, they're not guaranteed like mine, but uh, there's a lot of pressure that it's what the free market does. It just, it creates competitive pressure, and it holds everyone accountable. And it's a very healthy thing, very healthy thing. I'd like to say there's so many physicians and facilities in the country that are seeing the wisdom of our approach and even copying us that we've started a national association, the Free Market Medical Association. And the idea was to bring the buyers and the sellers together without the intermediaries that typically interfere with these exchanges, but rather bring the, the facilitators, as my friend Jake Kempton calls them, the third-party administrators, the benefit plan designers, the ERISA lawyers, the physicians, the facilities, like Ralph Weber and Medibid, Samaritan Ministries. We get all these guys in the same room, the guys that have direct primary care practices and enterprises, and the most interesting things happen you know these buyers and sellers tell each other they've been looking for each other forever and it's kind of like a match.com in healthcare so this is a vibrant and growing movement it's not just restricted here and it's it's very healthy to see and i i feel vindicated frankly
0: it's interesting one of the unintended consequences maybe of aca is that arguably since World War II, we haven't had a whole lot of consumers except individual buyers out in the marketplace. With ACA, albeit in a limited way, we've got even people who are attached to employers who are helping to pay for or paying for insurance saying the marketplace is available, go out there and buy. So you've got people who are starting that consumer journey at the same time you guys are doing this. You know, it's fine. I don't know if you'd agree with this or not, but I mean, one of my very, very first clients way back in the 80s was a, a hemoncologist in Miami. And he told me something I've never forgotten. And it sounds kind of like where, where you're ending up with patients driving prices rather than just being happy to swallow prices. He said, you know, David, doctors will get off their pedestals when patients get off their knees. Yeah, <laughs> That sounds like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but that kind of sounds like what you're empowering patients to do, whether they're using you guys to check price or whether they're just getting on a plane and coming to Oklahoma.
1: Yeah, that is correct. And of course, the Unaffordable Care Act is a complete disaster. And just like everything else that oozes out of Washington, it's meant to line the pockets of the folks who wrote and promoted it. And it really is cronyism on steroids. You know, I think about the insurance companies. How would you like to, how would you like to peddle a product, the purchase of which was mandatory? And so that I think that it's very clear that this Unaffordable Care Act is, is just cronyism. But fortunately, the government never gets anything right. They always screw things up. And they did with this Unaffordable Care Act, too. With these super high deductibles, in an effort to protect the claims exposure of their pals in the insurance business, they've done exactly what you described. They've created a consumer in the health marketplace. Many of the procedures and prices that are listed on our website are much less than the Obamacare deductibles. So if you're paying for your surgery, mostly or completely out of your pocket, you're going to ask, how much is it going to be? That is the question people tend to ask when they're spending their own money. And that just asking that question is deflationary. The physicians and hospitals, surgery centers, MRI units, they're not up to speed on answering that question, but that's changing because... If they don't answer it or they answer it with some retail charge master number, those patients walk out. And so very unintentionally, the government has totally fouled things up and has basically created some healthcare care consumers. and it's a very, very healthy thing to see. We see a lot of patients here that have these Obamacare cards that we just deal with directly because it's better for their out of pocket experience to leave their benefit card in their wallet and just deal with us directly.
0: But Keith in the minute or so that we have left in in our time today, I wonder what do you think the future looks like and and define that, you know, near term, long term, where do you see all of this going?
1: I've never been more optimistic about the future of healthcare in this country than I am now because we are seeing this sick system crash. It's folding under its own weight. Nobody knows what to do about it in government, and they always screw things up. But what is happening in the free marketplace that is being allowed to work, you know, utilizing the principles of the free market, transparent pricing of which is central. What's happening is so healthy and so wonderful, and prices are coming down, and this competition is forcing prices down and forcing quality up, and, you know, the horse is out of the barn, and this has been a great thing to see. I, I keep tabs on it every day, and I am very, very excited and optimistic about, about the pricing and quality of healthcare in this country.
0: Uh, Dr. Keith Smith, Medical Director and Managing Partner of the Surgery Center in Oklahoma. Keith, thank you so much for sharing your expertise with the Shift Shapers audience. We appreciate your insights.
1: My pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: The Shift Shapers podcast is a production of the Saltzman Group. We work with entrepreneurs, executives, and companies, just like you, to help shape the shifts in your business. To schedule a 20-minute call to learn more, visit our website at thesaltzmangroup.com or call me directly at 803-386-8005. I'd love to hear from you. And while you're on our site, you can also click the podcast tab for the entire catalog of Shift Shapers episodes and to access some really great special offers. Give me a call at 803-386-8005 and learn how to put the secrets of the Ship Shapers to work in your business.